Yo, this is Ward, and this is episode 2 of the Wartabok podcast. And today I want to talk about bitcoins. Okay, why bitcoins? It's because people ask me about bitcoins. Usually they ask, hey, bitcoins, should I buy it? Stuff like that. And I kind of find myself telling the same story again and again. So if you're listening to this because I told you, just listen to my podcast, you know, then you know why I made this. So I don't have to tell the same story all over again. Uh, I'll start with a little disclaimer. Um, I am not qualified to give investment advice. So everything I say in this podcast is my personal experience. Uh, I'm not telling you what to do and I cannot be held, uh, what do you say, liable or something uh, if you lose money. Uh, investing is dangerous. So, uh, I'll start with... Oh, and uh, Pablo is here as well. Yo! He's, uh, you know, he was here last time and he's, he's still here because we're recording episode 2 right after episode 1. Um, I'll quickly tell you about my personal story, which is kind of why people ask me for advice on Bitcoins. Um, back in 2013, I invested in some Bitcoin uh, and I transferred money to Japan, to uh, the Japanese exchange or one or a Japanese exchange. Um, and I, you know, it was like some money and was sitting there. And at some point I was looking at like, wait a minute, like how do I get my money back from here? And it was not super clear how to, uh, you know, transfer my money back to euros or dollars or something. So I decided to uh, spread my risk and I sent some money to the Ch Chinese exchange. Um, and a couple of days after I uh, did that, actually the Japanese exchange got hacked or it was like some DDoS attack or something like that. Um, and it went bankrupt. And I'm still getting emails actually in like Japanese, like these characters about, about my uh, investment back then. Uh, but I guess that money is gone. Uh, and then the money was on the Chinese exchange and some time ago the Chinese government kind of closed this exchange, I guess. So that money is gone as well. So I currently hold uh, zero uh, in Bitcoin, uh, but it was a powerful learning experience. I'm kind of proud that I was an, still an early adopter if you look at it today. Like, I guess when I bought it, Bitcoin was about $100 and now it's $7,000. So that's kind of cool. Um, but what I want to uh, tell you is, I think there's like two or three main things about Bitcoin that you need to know. The first one is, uh, you may have seen, like one of the reasons why you might want to invest in Bitcoins is because you've seen this article about some guy who put some Bitcoin on some memory stick, forgot about the memory stick, found the memory stick again years later and now he's a millionaire. Now, uh, that's a cool story, but it's not gonna happen to you. And the reason why is, the key point is that the guy lost the memory stick. Like everybody has their, uh, like how much heat can you take, you know? So I think when you're going to invest, let's say you have a hundred thousand euros to invest and you decide to invest 90,000 of the hundred thousand into traditional investment assets. Uh, so there might be an ETF or some corporate bonds or whatever. So you invest into that. And the other 10,000 you invest in Bitcoins. So it means you have 90% of your money, of your, your assets, is in like traditional investment. And 10% is in this highly volatile, risky, you know, Bitcoin thing. Uh, which is fine, I guess, you know, 10%, 90%, whatever. Um, now, 
sometime later, a couple of months or years later, you check your investment and it turned out the 90,000 you invested in the traditional um, asset classes, it grew to 100,000, you know, well done. Um, and But at the same time, the Bitcoin went from 10,000 to 100,000 as well. So now you have 100,000 in Bitcoins and 100,000 in corporate bonds, for example. Now, from originally, you decided to invest 10% of your money in this highly volatile, risky investment. But now it's become 50% of your money. So it it kind of changes your your risk exposure, your your um, your way of investing quite a lot. So the sensible thing to do in this case is to sell, uh, you know, part of your bitcoins. So when you do this, uh, you're not going to get a 1000x growth of your bitcoins. It's only when you kind of forget about them. So I think that's important to know because it's it's all about like how much like if it's about how much heat can you stand and how long can you wait to sell it and sell it at the right moment you're not investing you're gambling and I think that's really really important so my advice or what I did or what I do with every investment I do is have a plan before you invest so you invest the money and you know if XYZ happens I'm going to sell this thing so you don't have to you know be stressed about it because you will act out of emotion and as Warren Buffett says or all the good investors say emotions are your enemy it has to be rational you have to if you have a plan that's a way to avoid these emotions so the only reason to invest in bitcoins is is the FOMO the fear of missing out like I'll just which is kind of why I invested in 2013 I said okay this I see why this might be big someday so I uh, I invested in it back then which brings me to my second point, and that's educate yourself. You know, make sure you don't lose your money to scams or to like some hacked exchange, which is you know what I learned the hard way. So now I can tell it to you, so you don't have to do it. This is value. <laughs> um, so educate yourself. Like, don't just you know buy it somewhere via some link you find or even some advertisement or something like that. Don't you know? Don't do that. Like, learn about what it is and how to invest. And make sure you have sources you can trust. Like how I learn stuff is I have certain sources I trust, maybe a newspaper I read or a person I follow. And I know that these people have like integrity. They, they, they won't sell me something for their personal gain if they know it's not value what they sell to me. So I trust these people. And when these people get associated with other people or other companies that they recommend, I know again that they won't recommend this company if they would not be 100% certain that this is legit. So this is how I how I find you know sources that I can trust on anything I do, especially an investment when it's about money. That's really important. So which brings me to my third point, which is ICOs, initial coin offerings. I actually get Facebook ads to buy some kind of cryptocurrency like Where's like what the hell you know where's the logic in that um so icos are new types of cryptocurrencies that people are uh, creating and uh they it's it's like bitcoin so there's many you know you might have heard about ethereum and other stuff like that so there is like thousands of these um cryptocurrencies around and some of them are legit and some of them are scams uh, but none of it is regulated, and that's the important part. When you when you go for an IPO, 
so an initial public offering with your company and you go to the stock market you need to have you know certain uh data about your company that make it clear to investments what you uh, investors what you are about and all of these things and if you and if you don't you can just simply not launch you know your your company on the stock market but icos there is no regulation like that so anyone can do anything and just you know i can create a, some kind of coin tomorrow launch um, some facebook ads get people to sign up and then just walk away with the profits and you know that's gonna be it so educate yourself um i can hear you thinking like okay so where do i start um where i learned most about bitcoins or cryptocurrencies is on the tim ferris show which is pretty much my favorite podcast and if you search tim ferris uh and then maybe bitcoin you will find his uh, episode with nick sabo and he was the creator of gold coin i think which was before bitcoin uh and he talks a lot about the technicalities behind it and his view and it's a very inter very interesting character nick sabo so i'm actually um there is a rumor that he might be satoshi nakamoto the you know the founder or the creator of bitcoin which is still a mystery nobody knows who it is which is cool um but that's for example a place to check out like because because i trust tim ferris and because tim ferris interviews nick sabo i know that i'm you know never 100 percent sure but i kind of know that this guy is legit so whatever this nick sabo guy will post on twitter for example i'll be reading it and trusting that as a source so that's pretty much my advice on 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 bitcoin so you know i think that's like and today like i wouldn't really invest in it for the reason you know to see it growing it's it kind of reached a point where the mainstream is getting into it and also keep in mind that the easier it is to do something like that and to to buy something like this the more dangerous it's going to be because it used to have this you know i had to send money to japan like who who does that you know send money to japan to create an account and everything like that like because it's so difficult you know there's like room for growth and the easier they make it for you and you know it's like the new uh, coin or whatever i'd be very very careful with that um is it gonna grow is it not gonna grow nobody can time the market if you can you're gonna be a billionaire so nobody knows uh, i think you need to look at it as neutral like there is chance that there's gonna be some bubble it could be that there's never gonna be a bubble nobody knows and um that's about it i think about the bitcoins um please let me know what you want to hear in this podcast this was episode two i'm planning to do one every i don't know week maybe but i don't want to pin down on you know every friday there's a new episode like i don't want to do that i want to keep it kind of free for myself so if i know something interesting to talk about i will talk about it Uh, please send your questions i'm on facebook you just find what the book um or you uh you know you find the podcast i guess we'll have it everywhere like itunes or i listen to overcast by the way they have something called smart speed um which means that the 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 spaces like when i'm not talking uh they kind of cut that out which gives you a you know use like a 10 minute podcast will take you nine minutes to listen to because of this so you gain an extra minute of your life you can also listen in like faster speech and stuff like that which you can do everywhere but i like this smart speed idea um so please subscribe 
wherever you get your podcast. If you think this is interesting, please share it. If you have any comments or questions, find me on Facebook and uh, let me know. Uh, thank you for listening. This was Ward. See ya.